T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. When crime is on the rise, the last thing that we should do is to defund law enforcement. The status quo and the past are no longer good enough. This is the inflection point, and we all have a decision to make as to which side of history we choose to be on. Uh, we're being held as a property tax hostages when it comes to if like, the city should decide to revamp its budget. What is the issue with investing in the community? Why is it a debate to serve the community when you guys have never invested in the community? Our job is public safety. You cannot not have officers in your community making it safe. What do we want the police to do how do we want them to do it? And what resources and roles are we going to give them? That's the question we should be asking our police department. It's a movement that has gained a tremendous amount of steam following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis and the subsequent demonstrations that followed across the nation. Defunding police. Thank you so much for joining me on the latest edition of KRLD In-Depth. I'm Austin York. So what does defund police mean? For many who support the idea, it means moving money around in a city's budget to fund certain programs in high-crime neighborhoods where that money otherwise would have gone to police. Now, in Texas, this came to a head in the city of Austin when the city council there announced it would be cutting $150 million from the Austin Police Department's budget. Mayor Steve Adler explains. We cut $20 million. It's about 4% out of the police budget. About the same, I understand that, that the governor requested be cut from the DPS budget last session. That $20 million was to have more money to spend to help people out of camps and tents and into homes. Our police shouldn't be spending so much of their time being social workers and, and, and interacting with this community. We expanded EMS so that they can make more medical calls and divert some calls for police. Safety is our primary concern keeping our community safe. And that means safety for all. That means it has to involve a conversation about justice and about equity. It's not just about George Floyd. It's about the fact that George Floyd is not alone. This is the inflection point, And we all have a decision to make as to which side of history we choose to be on. Now, Governor Greg Abbott quickly responded, proposing laws that would keep cities from following Austin's lead. A new study showed that Austin, Texas, is the number one city in America in the year-to-year -year percentage increase in murders. 
When crime is on the rise, the last thing that we should do is to defund law enforcement. And yet that is exactly what the city of Austin did. Defunding the uh, police puts residents in danger and it invites lawlessness into our communities. Well, to maintain the safety that our communities deserve, we are announcing a legislative proposal that will discourage defunding law enforcement agencies in Texas. The way this proposal works is this. Any city that defunds police departments will have its property tax revenue frozen at the current level. They will never be able to increase property tax revenue again if they defund police. Cities that endanger residents by reducing law enforcement should not then be able to turn around and go back and get more property tax dollars from those same residents whose lives the city just endangered. Part of our collective job is to ensure the safety and the security of all Texans. We will not allow that core function to be undermined by cities that seek to defund and to dismantle the law enforcement agencies who have a sworn duty to serve and to protect our communities. We will ensure those communities will continue to be protected by law enforcement officers. As you can imagine, opinions came in from all over the state and city councils were filled with public comments for and against the move. In a recent Fort Worth City Council meeting, many in the African-American community demanded that the council change course from previous budgets. You have never invested into the black communities, and that is the reason why the black communities are in the condition that they are in so far. So if you had a rusty instrument, if you took care of that instrument and maintained it and cleaned it and did the maintenance required, it would be beautiful, just everything else. So this just proves that the black communities have not received any investment. And since the term defund the police is so frowned upon and so offensive to the individuals that I stand in front of today, I would like to change that term and we can just call the term refund the community, which when you give us our money back for the things that we need in our community. I'm concerned at the at Governor Abbott's statements earlier today and how we're here, uh, we're being held as a property tax hostages when it comes to if like, the city should decide to revamp its budget. Uh, that seems very anti-American and very anti-Texan overall. And it's completely irrational and reactionary in responses to Austin's recent budget changes. You know, we thought of some things that you could cut. You could cut the mounted patrol. I don't think we need to pay for the horses, the cops on horses. You can cut the canine unit. You can cut the vice unit. I think they deal with like prostitution in the game rooms. Uh, I don't think that really helps. I know other cities, I think Austin, they're, they're putting a freeze on their police hirings for a year. So they can try to change the whole culture and change policies in their city. State lawmakers were mixed on Austin's move as well as Governor Abbott's counter move. Texas Speaker of the House Dennis Bonin joined KRLD's John Little to talk about exactly what Abbott was trying to accomplish. The governor is proposing next legislative session that we pass legislation that simply says is if any city defunds their police, reduces the funding to their police departments, that their property taxes are frozen where they cannot receive any new revenue um, above that year's revenue again. 
It's to disincentivize and stop cities from defunding the police in Texas. What kind of chance do you think a proposal like this has in getting through? Do you think it has a chance of becoming law? I think uh, the November election is monumentally significant to the chances of this type of legislation. Uh, If you go vote for uh, Republican supporting law enforcement, supporting public safety and safe communities, it'll pass if we keep Republicans in control. Uh, But I think if that doesn't happen, it does fall into question. I think voters need to be fully aware of that when they cast their ballots in November. The Austin City Council and mayor are proud Democrats and progressives. And this is the result they've got. Why is this, from your perspective, the the best way to go about calling out any city that would, uh, you know, make big cuts to police departments? Why is this the best way to, to quote, hit them, if you will? What the mayors of these cities have proven is that they care very much about getting more property tax revenue off the backs of the citizens. And so our hope is that if we tell them that property tax revenue is frozen, And you cannot get any more money out of that if you defund your police, that that'll make them think twice and stop their ridiculous behavior. But Austin's Mayor Steve Adler defended the council's move and countered Abbott's proposal. If the governor wants to have a conversation about policy and public safety, what we need to do to make us safer, and I'm ready to engage, we've been waiting. So can this work? Is Austin on to something or are they opening up the city to a potential big crime increase? Now, Alex Pacero is a professor of criminology and authored several crime reports for the city of Dallas. I sat down with him to discuss Austin's move and if other cities would follow suit. The notion of defunding the police has has not been a new thing. It's actually been around for a long period of time. And a lot of this actually came from police departments themselves who were responding to the fact that so many more jobs were given to them. They were dealing with homeless people. They were dealing with mental health crises, things that the police officers aren't trained to do. And quite frankly, they don't, they're not interested in doing that. So we are at an important moment in time where the costs for defunding the police are not necessarily to do away with the police. It's more about doing away with some of the, the roles and tasks that they've been given that are non-policing types of jobs. Now, the ultimate question is, will the city of Austin and other cities that are taking away these resources from the department and then putting it into other areas and agencies, are they going to train those in agencies and individuals? Are they going to resource them well? And are we going to see any changes in crime? And, and that's really an interesting question and could be a bit of a gamble. But I think that the funding movement and argument, Austin, really needs to be relabeled. It's not, it shouldn't be about defunding. It should be about reimagining what do we want the police to do, how do we want them to do it, and what resources and roles are we going to give them? That's the question we should be asking our police departments. Opponents of this say this is not the right move, uh, taking police officers away from the department instead of out on the streets. What say you? It it can certainly backfire. It really depends on on the the level of force reduction because, you know, before the, the large cause for defunding, People were clamoring for more police. Um, I think it matters a little bit less about the true number of police that a department has. The key, more so, Austin, is what the police are doing when they're on the street. Look, the police can do very little about some crime types. They can do very little about homicide because homicides are basically aggravated assaults that have gone bad. People solve uh, fights now with guns rather than, than knives and fists. 
So they can do very little about that. But they can do uh, things about other kinds of crimes, like uh, business uh, burglaries and disrupting drug market sales and those kinds of things. So really, is ho- hopefully it's not a, you know, let's eliminate 25% of the police department. You know, small reductions might be okay for two reasons. One, if you're going to use that reduction to then do other kinds of resources and staffing so police aren't responding to those calls, uh, like the mental health calls and the homelessness calls. And second of all, allocating the police officers to the areas in the cities that need it. Again, it's, it's what the police do. There have been others that say, uh, we don't mind the defending police if you put the money elsewhere instead of the police department and, and some other programs, but maybe this was too much uh, too soon. Is there credibility to that argument? I, I, don't, I don't like the jumping into the deep end of the pool uh, right away, especially when we don't know how this is going to work. I, I think about this and the decision Austin made um, with respect to kind of like uh, cooking uh, or making pasta sauce um, from scratch. You add a little bit of oregano, see how it tastes, right? You got a little bit, little bit more oregano, see how it tastes until it's just right. So I prefer rather than dumping in five tablespoons of oregano, you put in a teaspoon, a teaspoon, a teaspoon, and then you get it right. Now on to the city of Dallas. Their latest budget proposal actually increases the police budget but we'll move some money to certain programs in impoverished neighborhoods. Councilman Adam Basildua and Councilman Casey Thomas say more may need to be done. We have to address public safety in a way that we haven't before, which is going to be um, looking at where we are able to impact public safety, um, maybe from some budget items that wouldn't have normally been umbrellaed under public safety. Nobody is saying that we don't need police officers because we do. I back the blue as much as anybody else. However, there are also things that we can consider that's going to allow us to move funding into other areas to address some of these mental health concerns and other concerns and provide resources in the communities. But Councilwoman Kara Mendelson says the city cannot afford to bow to knee-jerk reaction. The increase to police funding is to pay for new police officers we were able to recruit and existing officers we were able to retain. The council members have been briefed about this issue and not one person objected. You know, there's just a lot of um, kowtowing to, to, to pressure that people seem to be getting. And the reality is we're on the right track. Now, this is a major issue that will no doubt be with us for some time. Of course, KRLD will be on top of the latest developments and bring any decision to you when it happens. Tune in to KRLD for the latest news, traffic, and weather anytime at KRLD.com or on the Radio.com app. For the latest edition of KRLD in Depth, I'm Austin York. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 